0: Welcome to episode 7 of The Last Man in Lagos. My name is Toby, and we're talking with my bro Damio Moteema about the place where music lives. Enjoy the conversation.
1: Say this, say this.
0: You know, you know what? when I came up with the, the name The Last Man in Lagos, I didn't really have, like, uh, a concept as to what it meant because somebody asked me about <laughs> me. I don't know i was like bro it just sounds hard it sounds fresh
1: yeah bro, it. sometimes it's like that no, sometimes it's like that i think mean, people like to like expect like a, a deep backstory to everything but then you know sometimes it's just vibes like the way uh, people come up with like staging yeah uh yeah sort of i think but then if you actually do get a chance to like meet these people and like the artists we know they probably just Slept and they woke up and yo, that's just what popped into their heads. Yeah, they just and they just like went with it, you know, and that's probably Yeah, there probably really few deep stories attached to like aliases, you know, that's the way I see it
0: It's it like a thing like you mean like people wouldn't want to like say someone has a very um traumatic experience, right? They wouldn't yeah. want to put that in a stage name so people can obviously tap into that and know that really the shit that happened to them. Now, nah, it would be something just that felt, you know, freeing or like, you know, liberating because were like, yo, this name makes me feel like I'm awesome or whatever. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does. I feel like the most, anyway, the, the artists related to, this probably, for the majority of them, anyway, there's probably a deep... There's probably a story behind their names. I can, I, I'm not quite sure. But maybe the Radiohead or the, the Twenty One Pilots. You know, there's probably, that... you know, there's probably something sound that feels like there's something more that we don't know. Maybe they send out hints through their music, but then we don't just catch them. But then, yeah, I mean, everyone's different. I, I, mean, I think that's why most people just go for their their actual names, or you know, even the deep, the ones that sound deep, they probably just they're probably just what they are they're probably just names it's so true bro
0: you know one thing we're talking about now like artists try to like represent experiences in terms of like their aliases or their music you know when like a musician draws on a certain experience to make a song the song tends yeah. to be, you know a lot more and, you know it sounds a lot better people can relate to it more and it just overall as mm. a listener you love the song right you get that yeah. One thing I find is that really deep songs are the songs we like the most but musicians don't want to drop music videos for those. I, I don't know if you've ever noticed that, but like it's the song that you like a lot on the album, right? Then you're like, whoa, mm-hmm. this song would always look so good with a music video. But like you true, true, true. tend to never get music video Um true, uh yeah. I mean I don't know if I can think of songs like that are off the top of my head right now. Right. Yeah,
1: I think for most like artists, yeah, here, they they especially the ones that really go commercial and they do what they do to make some money, mm-hmm. you know, to actually feed they, the dilemma or a dilemma that they're they're posed with is you know, given given the fans or the crowd or p- giving people what they want to hear, you know, what they want to see in the case of like videos. So if let's say I drop. Uh, a full-length a full album or an LP or an EP and then I give you a single or two to sort of build your momentum or build the momentum of that project you know those singles they'll probably be the ones that you can relate to more or the ones that everybody can relate to more on it on an average you know does that make sense that everybody can sort of put a finger you know if you
0: wanted yeah the most mainstream
1: yeah so more often than not those ones get the most they make the most sales so that's good for the album that's good for the artist so if they're making the most sales why not try and capitalize on those sales yeah. or on the song and why not just drop a video for that song so it gets more plays and more views which leads to more money you know
0: so, they just so that same
1: process yeah you know and it's 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 not bad you know i mean you've got to do what you got to do to make your money and, you know of course because you know these people are people too, and they, they they do this for the most part to pay the bills. So when we think that oh this artist isn't really giving his all, or he missed he missed something with this song, he should have capitalized more on this song. He probably knows that too. You know he or she mm-hmm. probably knows that knows that too. But then they're just looking at everything from another view that we aren't quite seeing, and and that's where I like to. To do when i when i listen to music or when i write for and about music i like to look at it from perspective. my perspective and also from the perspective of the artist because there's always what you is what that there's what the artist gives you and there's what you mm. take you
0: know and sometimes those yes, things don't always match you know
1: yeah, they, have, they Probably don't match majority of the time, you know, because there are two different things. Because like we we we've, we spoke about this before, music is so subjective. Yeah, right. It is so sub- subjective. I and mean, the more complex it is, the more subjective, and not just um, not just based on how you like it or if you like it, based on the the interpretation that like you take you feel? from it, the what you feel and how. How it resonates with you? It's, I
0: think it's with always like with music like that is like, you know, it's the emotion that people get from the song. That's that's the what really like hits people the most. It's like, like, how that that
1: is, that is that really is music. Them, you know, definitely because it's music, so it's it's sound. So if you dumb it down to the to, to what it is, basically, it's just sound. So it's just waves. It's just nerves. You know, it's, it's it it's it evokes like emotion. So. I, I, yeah, so I can agree. You
0: know, with one that. thing I want to like go back to that you mentioned is just like how there's like musicians and there's their, their reality, and there's the expectations that us as fans have like you know mm. already placed on them. And not to say that like it is so weird, like because like there's arguments for both sides saying that you know the mu- the celebrity, the musician should be grateful to us because like we we believe in them and put mm. them up on this pedestal. So the sense like mm. you know they should be catering to our needs and our wants in terms mm-hmm. of like the type of music they came up with we want to still hear that old school version of who they were but at the same time the artist can mm-hmm. say that yo I have a life too I like I made music for myself yeah. to to be able to like, you yeah know, become free and you know you guys happened to like myself yeah. and I became successful you know it's like who 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 owes who more here the artist or the listener?
1: it's it's never it's never us i mean when i say us i mean the consumers the people that because it's sort of like with music you know it's sort of like a privilege just the way i see it because we always tend to forget that these people are people they're human beings you know so they're doing what they they think they like or what they like or what they love doing and with we tend to forget also that when an artist drops something or a full-length lp or an ep or even a song they're sort of giving us a piece of themselves mm-hmm. you know so it's it's sort of bearing sometimes it's it, it can all it can all always it can sort of be too much for them so
0: you know I have a good example at the same time t- you know. like, guys you're just okay. saying all of that yeah, I, I could just keep saying frakotian in my mind you know he just, no, definitely. he's a perfect okay. example of exactly what you're speaking of someone who is like really definitely. just all about his heart and me i have beef with mm. him but the fact that obviously we want uh. more, you know there's a time when he wasn't yeah. talking for like yeah. three years you know and then obviously yeah. as fans we want more but he's going through his stuff and mm. trying to create more for yeah. us and obviously when the music came we were happy i was happy i know about you know some people might not have been but i was super happy
1: but like mm. Oh, I don't think anyone was not happy with Blonde. I think Blonde is one of the most creative and the most touching projects of the last decade, if not of all time.
0: Do you feel like... People, so, I think... Okay, sorry to cut you off, but like, I, I like to compare, compare. but do you feel like the emotion from Blonde mm-hmm. compared to Channel, Channel Orange? Is it Chanel or Channel? I think it's Channel Orange. The, it's, the, Channel. it's Channel Orange, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know how to spell it. Yeah, I think yeah, like, <laughs> it's all good, bro. You know, like the emotion from both of them. Like, think about like the first, like, obviously, I obviously, you might not remember, but like, I, I kind of have a way of like going back the first time I hear an album or or a mixtape, and like, the way, that,
1: that's gonna be a talent.
0: Yeah, you, you hear something and you're like, whoa, you know, where has this, <laughs> where has the sound been all my life? Yeah, comparing the two of them, I definitely feel like Child Orange has like a better wow well factor for me, but ne- neither of those two are actually my favorite franco show Like, um. I, yeah, it changes for me though. You know, and have you ever you do you know unless' the visual one? The one that's like a, definitely, yeah, definitely. Yeah,
1: uh definitely definitely
0: um I, I got I was able to get film. the mixtape version of that. You know, okay. when I was when I listened to that because at first I didn't like the video, but when I actually got in like in like track format, yo, I felt like hmm. it changed my life. No, not to like, I say that a lot, I say that a lot. I just <laughs> my life changes a lot when it comes stuff, yeah, stuff I see. But like just with that, you know, that shit hit me, hit me me deep mm. but yeah you going bro i'm listening
1: it's like every every project is something new so um every project ev- ev- evokes like a certain emotion and emotions probably different from the last mm. so um emotion wise we, we've already said that they're different so i can't really speak on how the next person or the next person to that person is going to take each um album or each project in emotion wise but the way i like to see projects or see anything is from a very um very realistic or like very like <laughs> yeah just a very um hollow view from from above you yeah. know, i like to be very not subjective just look at it plainly mm-hmm. one by like track by track and put everything, put all the things together, knowing, keeping in mind the, the, the story behind everything and the production, how intricate is it? Is everything, is, does it flow well? Does it have quite a, a decent cohesiveness? So that's when you can sort of now differentiate one project from another. But as far as emotions go, that's highly subjective mm. to me
0: so i, I want to start on on all of that and just add something like i don't know if this is something that other people experienced but i know that sometimes when i listen to projects like that i kind of like i'm hearing the lyrics and i make up stories in my head for like yeah for like a movie that's mm-hmm. playing and this and and the uh, song that i'm listening to is like the background of
1: this, this yeah movie. yeah say like you know i i can relate i can, I can relate, relate so. right i don't know i find that super yeah. fun
0: And now, now that I said that, right? Remember when we were talking about earlier? I was talking about like music versus movie. What experience do you feel is more like enriching for you? You know.
1: For me, anyway, it's sort of like there's a time for everything when it comes to both of them because I feel like I have got a very special connection with both. Mm -hmm. With film, there's the there's the general like film lover, and there's also the. The filmmaker part of me, because like I, I practice and I like to, you know, really critically analyze because there's there's a way the director is seeing a movie and there's also the way I'm seeing it because yeah I can I can always see it going some other way no matter how classic or iconic a film is and then with music when I, when I write for and about music and when I listen to music it's just something different on its own so picking which one appeals to me more yeah. is such a long shot but i, I just i'll just say that music is just for me anyway it's just always there you know it's just always there when i need it it's like a part of your life. For like any it's more i can say it's more it's more part of my life than film <laughs> at the moment if I'm feeling a certain way, I can't just really pick up a film, you know, and then watch it. But then with music, if I'm feeling a certain way, I can pick up an album or a track or any of my favorite artists. If I'm feeling, if I'm feeling a bit sad or borderline depressed, I can always pick up a Radiohead. They're my go-to, or Bon Iver, or the Frank Ocean, we just spoke about, you know. So yeah
0: um question do you have do you still like collect music do you collect music like keep a catalog of stuff
1: the catalog i mean the, the whole digital thing i mean apple music makes it pretty easy for me but then my old man sort of instilled the record collecting yeah traits of his so yeah We've got all the classics back home. You already know my old man, you know, we've yeah. got the George Pensons, we've got oh, the Earth Wind mm-hmm. Fire. The we've got the we've even yeah. got all down to the Beatles, you know, the we've got a few radio heads as well. And so yeah, I collecting music.
0: Mm-hmm. Remember that like, time when I like, got my laptop, I would be hoarding and downloading a bunch of different albums mixed in <laughs> artists, all the artists that I wanted and I liked, right? As you think yeah. well, like I would go to school, come home with the list of like musicians and you know the stuff that i need to download yeah and i just thought that you know even though it's really it's really nice to be able to just add an album to your music collection on your apple music or your spotify whichever you prefer i kind of miss that aspect of me curating and looking and outsourcing my music because now i I don't listen to as much music definitely because i don't i'm not going for my music i'm only going directly available the one that i see pop up or I see on Twitter. Yeah, like, yeah, you know? yeah, I feel like my view yeah. view has gone down, unfortunately.
1: Mm, I wouldn't say that, but then it's sort of like uh it's like the case of we've sort of got it all like at the tip of our fingers. So like we're, we're taking it for granted. Whereas like back then we had to like really work to like, yo, I can remember where can I remember? I can remember like um mixtape monkey.com or something like that. Like that was like like my go-to to MVP, get like MVP, all my oh, okay. and, oh bro you can remember bro like it's like bro, anywhere i need to way. get my i was so into odd future back then all sweatshirts, so like those were my go-to domo genesis if i want to get because you couldn't really find those on like conventional like platforms even itunes back then so yeah we used to have to go through the the background okay. sort yeah of the back sides way. bro yeah and it, it was sort of more, it was sort of more fun you know yeah you know, right, right? It, it
0: makes the music feel like yeah. it really needs to actually get
1: I feel a bit more feel a bit more much better with I that because it's sort of a
0: stuff like that okay territory for your, your music.
1: so like man's going be like really on your case about, about like yo you got that album why not just send it to me I'm like nah fam nah I'm
0: you had right. to I, to I yeah. had to
1: work to I had to work to get this you know bro. you know what I mean Yo, you know I mean? was, so, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. my guy, one guy in my high school when I was still high. school <laughs> bro, he was the one that <laughs> gave me. He's the one that gave me char orange on the flash drive, bro. And Yo,
1: I, that's crazy.
0: I, because I, I, I remember it random. That that fact random. Bro, I was so glad to get that. this, like, This I was living my whole life. This was in 2012. I think yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. the tape actually dropped itself, and I was like, yeah. I've been living my whole life, but I didn't know this existed oh my gosh you know music is a fantastic gift bro and even though like everybody has like that little bit of like a musician within them there are some people who just Mm -hmm. really just know how to just like give you those feels bro
1: yeah yeah i mean there's the the way i see it is there's no or there are very few better feelings than like listening to like a channel orange for the first time you know because you really can't go back to to that The first time you hear hear something like that, Mm -hmm. and it changes your your whole your whole perception of how music should sound or can sound.
0: And also about like the subject matter, because bro, I'm telling you, I listened to Forest Gump, and I was having like, oh wow, you know, you know the thing where like I wasn't hearing that kind of content in music ever. Mm -hmm. You know, was the thing where like I was introduced to a different way of people Mm -hmm. relating, and I'm like, wow, this is definitely new experience for me, and I. And, it's, and it started to make things normal for me. I started to normalize that sort of lifestyle, which is something I really appreciate for Frank overall. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I wanted to take it back to that, how I was like, I brought up, you know, movies and music. And I wanted to give you yeah. a, a case for movies. I need you know, 100%, um, 100% the size of music. I'm um, actually, if I had to select, I would pick music. But for <laughs> those movies though i feel like the thing about movies that are so wonderful is like you forget where you are so some people really get so submerged into a movie that yeah. they become not necessarily a character in it but they are feeling what the protagonist is feeling mm. 100% and it's a thing where like i can appreciate that especially when like there are stories that like you can watch and you know, there's a start and finish of the story the character begins at that start of the story and the character sort of ends at that part of the story and within that hour and 30 minutes two hour long movie you you, you learn so much about that person and you and the, you know, this adventure or thing that's happening to them that they're going through there's always a takeaway that like, you might not actually notice sometimes you do, sometimes you don't but there's a takeaway that really affects you you know, depending on what the story yeah, is yeah, definitely,
1: definitely mm-hmm. I feel like Go ahead. I feel like with, with film, the one thing that can sort of take away from every film is that I always leave with like the realization of like how life is multifaceted and like, there is no there is no one way. There's no one way to do every anything. There, there, there's no one way to do anything. And there, there are multiple people, there are multiple personalities ar- across the globe and mm-hmm. even like it, with, within yourself, you know.
0: Movies actually give us an opportunity to, to like change perspective. Yeah that's, awesome that's, that's exactly, yeah, that's exactly,
1: yeah, that's exactly.
0: Do you think like you can give, feel like some form of therapy, you can get like therapy from like movies or music? Do you think so?
1: Definitely, but I mean film film therapy, if we can call it that, music therapy, they do exist. It's, I'm, it's I'm all, with
0: music therapy, you know.
1: Yeah but then anything basically that it's it's it's, it helps you it helps you it's soothing not necessarily soothing but then it just does what you want it to do is therapeutic in a way you know if you think about it because we always think that has something therapeutic has to sound a certain way but when we always forget that people are different and because people are different they want they like or they need different things you know
0: it's like some people wouldn't understand how you know people are into heavy
1: metal you know yeah you know you know what i mean because like with music before anything you before you have your preference or yeah before you have your preference in music you sort of have to have like a tolerance for it Mm -hmm. and before you can even tolerate anything you have to be exposed to it So if you're not exposed to a certain sound you cannot tolerate it and if you don't tolerate a certain sound you cannot like it or you can't it can't be a preference so i think with stuff like heavy metal and you know, alternative genres. It's just, for me, it's well, It's what people are, aren't used to it and, like, as much as people like to say they like weird things or they like change, they really don't. They really because don't. it's Because it's, it's really um, out of their comfort zones, you know.
0: Why do we have that inherent need to not necessarily be against stuff that are new, but especially with music? When you hear something that's not used to the stuff that you listen to, there is more time people don't want to, like... They don't want to accept it. They don't want to like it. They don't want to give it a chance. I've, mm-hmm. I've in, throughout my life, I've been proven wrong so many times with artists that I wrote, I said, like, yo, I would never like this person, and then mm-hmm. I actually gave them the chance, and I was like, whoa, this is fantastic. I remember with Lil Wayne, remember with Lil Wayne, Cardi, um, mm-hmm. can't remember who else right now. But those two people, I I remember like the first time I ever heard of them or I heard something, I swore and said I would never ever. Value. Uh,
1: bro, you you're a little in stand right now. So bro, look at me now, bro. So look so how like that turned out. Look at me now. But yeah, bro. I think I think most people they, they they most people are very opinionated, so they don't want to be they don't want to be proven wrong because they they want to believe that what they like is what is best, you know.
0: You know, I don't Wait, want to use so, this word normalize, but, but like, we need to normalize the <laughs> crying.
1: The yeah, idea, the idea
0: that it's okay to change your mind. Someone said that to someone. Yeah, mind. I mean
1: you
0: know, and that's so true. People don't want to that. be able to say that.
1: To think that what you know, what you know at a period in time is is everything or you know, it's it's absolute. It's like to me it's very idiotic if you think about it. It's it's naive. Because there's so much out there and to think that what you if we use if we, move, if we move this to music to think that what you listen to or all you listen to is absolute and it's the best you are so wrong because like if you listen to let's say and if you listen to x amount of music mm-hmm. there's an exponential amount of music more that you have out there to, to that you haven't heard and, ob- and chances are they are better because like but then what is better if, what if we better? think about it, what is better? What is better? What is or what is worse? Is in there any quote?
0: way for us to be able to rap music to be saying this is the best? To say this is the best? Part? Is that possible?
1: It's, it's like it's like you've forgotten who you're talking to. I mean, right. we they're <laughs> like um, they're like. Um, I mean, there's always the surface. What what whatever sounds good sounds good. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always that. But then, especially with music now. I mean, it's always been from time, you know, music, music is, music is complex. So there, are, there, there are many parts of it. There's the, for, for, um, for general genres, there's the songwriting, there's the production, there's, there's everything in between, you know, so you can sort of strip that down into pieces and just sit down and say, okay, this project it sounds good, but then is there more? Can I can I strip it down? Is there something behind? It? Is there a message? It, is it is it is it, it going to impact me or a certain demographic? Is it going to stand the test of time? There there are all these little things that people like to um, overlook. They just want to they just want to say, okay, this album sounds good from top to bottom. It's a no skip quote, mm-hmm. you know. But then it's really more than that, you know. It's, is for the most part is the music gonna stand the test of time are you gonna it's a no skip now is it gonna be a no skip in the next what five to ten years okay it's a it's a it's a nine over ten now is it gonna be a nine over ten in the next five to ten years you know so i have
0: a question i have a question first cut you off but like you know someone, someone someone can say that okay music is you know you know um auditory, you know, the the, really the, the, the foundation and the, the base is like, yo, I'm trying to hear something nice, you know? So, like, somebody can say, like, why, and not not that I'm just mm-hmm. but like, why does the story matter? Why does the background info matter? You know, why should the musician, you know, write a story about something that they've experienced and gone through? person mm-hmm. just getting a random song where i write a song about their breakup yeah. and just giving an artist to sing that you know because shouldn't it just be about you want to listen to what's fantastic and what's beautiful and
1: what's yeah, great yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i get that because but then we, we we've said a couple we've said a, a ton of things we've said music is highly subjective like it's it, it's gonna vary what you take from it or how, you, how it makes you feel is gonna be different from the next person and we've also said like um what the artist gives you is different from what you take so um, if we're talking about judging or just analyzing music it's sort of different from analyzing a a body of work or a project or something like that you know if for music in general for a person if it sounds good it sounds good to you if it doesn't sound good to another person it doesn't sound good to another person there's no that's the end of the argument you know you can't take it further you can't you can't try to convince i wish but the person you know yeah
0: that's 100 right i wish i could do that too. Mm. <laughs> you feel is there anything nah. that you would change about your current like thing if, if we thought of music as a university and like everybody has mm. a place in music you know some people are just mm. here. To learn more something you like have to just enjoy the vibes and stuff wherever you yeah. in this like universal university of music um where do you see yourself why are you trying to get out of music you
1: know with music it's there's there's everything with music there's there's every emotion you know within music and I think for the most part for me anyway, it's it's sort of like an escape because let me use for example. We don't really talk about. We, I mean, we haven't really spoken about this. But then there was a period of my life where I could say I was "in quote" depressed. So, um, well, what I mean by an in- escape is, for example, let me use as a case study Radiohead mm-hmm. and, in particular, their album A Moonshaped Pool. So, what most people would describe would he call you as album again? A moonshaped pool a moonshaped pool it's 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 described as one of their and one of the most depressing albums of all time like I just sort of picked what I needed out of the album out mm-hmm. of the songs there's one thing for a song for a song or an album to be sad and there's one thing for it to sound sad but then they just they just they just managed to do both. And then it's it's very it's very unorthodox for, for a very sad, gloomy album to sort of uplift you. When most people are depressed, they, they normally tend to go to you know the 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 upbeats, hi-fi, you know, the happy, the happies yeah. or you know, songs like happy in general. But then when you when you sort of realize that music is subjective, totally subjective, mm-hmm. even down to interpretation, you just realize that, oh my god. Anybody can take anything a certain way, no, no matter how it's dished out, you know. So for me, music is like an escape in general. That's just basically what it is.
0: I'm looking up the album right now. I feel oh, like please do. I'm, I'm going to want to listen to please it. Do. Please do. I, never liked, I feel like I'm, I'm open to alternative music and different kinds of bands and stuff. But I feel like my lane is that I want to listen to people who use guitars. I don't know. That's all you. If you're if you're guitar in the background, that's
1: uh, I think with Radiohead, I like to think they're the most, they're one of the most dynamic artists of all of all time because right from inception or right from their inception, it's always been left turn, left turn after left turn, something new always something something new something different they always deviate from the norm and they they always manage to never intersect a former project and it's always reinvention after reinvention and with a shaped pool it's it's just a a crate of doom and gloom you know it's just it shouldn't really make you it should think you it should push you further in like mm-hmm. in like an abyss but then it just doesn't for me and then for I, I like to think for for a host of other people and it's 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 a lot of it's very complex music they're they're a group of five so everybody has got a place to, a, a part to play with. so there's the guitar there's 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 Thom york like singing lusciously in and out there's there's an orchestra there's everything in the moonshine pool and it's just, it's just, it just sits it's right. It's a great
0: experience.
1: It's a great experience. That's what you know it is.
0: Sometimes, what I like to do is that when I find albums that, that are like, cause like, there's one thing, you know how like, songs uh, are singularly, like songs can be fantastic and cool and you know, for great and all that. But there's yeah, yeah. how like, an album comes together with all the songs overall
1: exactly exactly when, when you
0: find like an album like that i like listening to those albums while reading books because mm-hmm. when you hear that album again you know months years in advance it will take you back to a place in your brain
1: yeah, yeah that feels true.
0: so nostalgic i like it's it's so true. wonderful like i found this album true. i was i can't remember what book i was reading but like i think i can't i won't even say the book out here because like i shouldn't i won't even i wouldn't even say <laughs> the, like the book but like yeah, i was really foreign it was listening to Florence plus the machine and i think okay. not even ceremonials but i can't remember the album the one that mm-hmm. has dog bass I all of that oh, okay you yeah, that album i'll just every time i listen to any of those songs i just take back into that emotion of like 2012 i think that's there about when no, 2014 there about when i when i when i was reading that book and I just feel fantastic. And I feel like I don't know what the book I want to read this with. Like I'm reading like Game of Thrones. I think it's a Feast of Bros book, book. And I feel like where I'm in the book right now, paired with this, what you've told me about this album, is going to be so fantastic.
1: Please do, give it a try and let yeah. me know. Yeah,
0: because I've been like stalling, continuing the book because I don't want to finish it. But now that I have this now, I think I can make it into a whole experience for myself. That would be very like enriching.
1: You give, me, give me some, give me some heavy feedback.
0: Alright, yeah, bro, I'm I'm, like, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you that information. I feel like this is a really like healthy uh, conclusion of the podcast. You know, we've talked about so much wonderful stuff.
1: I'm
0: like, I don't know, is there any, any ending words you want to,
1: to leave about music before we, before, before I outro? Uh, okay, okay, I think I'll, I'll just say find what works for you. If you're gonna use music as a form of you know, therapy to help you to help you so just find what works for you because there is no one thing to combat a certain feeling or to help you through the one person can't tell you exactly what's going to work for you You know, you go sort of find that that's where that's where exposure comes in you know, just 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 keep an open mind all the time you know and then you get through whatever you want to get through with me so, so yeah that's it
0: that's right bro one advice on mm-hmm. the drop is that yo, if you're trying to look for new music and you don't know how, go on, like, playlists or, like, go to genres. Think about what you mm-hmm. listen to. Pick a genre, look for a playlist, and press shuffle. It takes a while, but sometimes you can find gems that you always, you know, be always so happy about. Agreed, agreed. All uh, right, so we've come to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much, Dami, for pulling up, bro. Really appreciate it. Anytime. Really you problem. know, first of many, man. So, yo listening thank you guys for listening to the last man lagos podcast this is episode 7 you know bless up have a good one everyone all right safe cheers sure.